0: Hey, Yetta, are we surviving? No, we are thriving. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward. So we are excited to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And it's where we get to share techniques, thoughts, tips, tools, and some tactics that we all need, we all deserve, you, I, everyone. So we get to turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we get to live the best life possible. And in, in this segment, what we're going to consider is even if we're still working from home or a hybrid, which I'm giving a little bit away, I guess, but even if we're working from home, how do we thrive? How do we actually develop connection in the midst of isolation?
1: Yeah, because we're when you work from home, you're separated, but we don't want you to be isolated. Right. And that's,
0: I think, what's happened for a lot of people. And even though we don't have a mandated in some place of employment work from home, Mm -hmm. in many, even though there's not a COVID connection to it anymore, there is now a desire by some employers to keep people at home Mm -hmm. because it reduces overhead, especially at the office. So I've got lots of clients that are sharing workspace so that they are doing what we call a hybrid So, Mm -hmm. that would be a strategy right now, right? A hybrid of working from home and working from the office. So, 50% of the time, or I guess that's hard because people don't usually want to go in for half a day, but three days home, two days in or in for meetings. Because I think what's happened for a lot of people, they're zoomed out. Zoomed out of meetings. Like it's They're worn
1: out. They're zoomed. zoom fatigue fatigue is a real thing
0: it's a real thing and it doesn't mean that you necessarily use zoom maybe it was google meet maybe it was any one of the other um platforms that allowed you to meet online so really online meeting fatigue is what we're really saying because maybe you don't even know what zoom is and you're thinking what you guys talking about you driving too fast again
1: no yeah i've been going to some conferences lately some real estate conferences, especially with my position as the uh, the president of the Ottawa Real Estate Board, and it's amazing how people are like, "Oh, it's so good to be back together!" And they're hugging and they're shaking hands, and they're, it's just they they want the connection. They're they're yeah. craving connection
0: yeah and I guess the question that we have for you today, do you crave connection? Are you working but working in separate and isolating situations? And what are the strategies you've used to come back into the the yeah. the, the norm, I guess, yeah. the norm of being able to be connected? because I know and this isn't as much work related, but even when we started seeing our grandkids again after the isolation, it was awkward, mm-hmm. not so much for us, but for them, they were, they were different <laughs> humans two years later of almost not seeing them for two years. So even with coworkers, so much has changed. There's been a lot of loss. There's been a lot of shifts in people's family makeup. And so what? how are you navigating that? How are you, yeah, how are you navigating that
1: is yeah. really the question. And maybe you're saying to yourself, I love it. Because some people thrive in isolation; they they're not people people. They they like the separation, and they like to be able to just put their head down and do their work. So maybe that's you, and and you're thinking, what are they talking about? Yeah, or maybe you are the other flip side of the coin, right? Which is somebody that strives and loves connection, and they thrive on it. So what's some strategies for? You know, we we talked about hybrid work a little bit, but maybe you can go out for lunch. Like, can your company tell when people have a birthday, and then you all meet for birthday lunch or something? Right. A way of connecting. Right. So getting out of the house.
0: And I know one of the ways for me through all of it, and I probably work more from the home (laughs) and then go see clients. So we never stopped seeing clients except that first two or three weeks when we sold property without ever seeing it. That was just the most bizarre experience. But we met on Zoom, we met on the phone, and a lot of our work, if we're not physically needing to show the property, and at the beginning, many homes were sold with people never going into them. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we did better video. And so lots of really good technology things have come into play. So that's Mm -hmm. good, but that doesn't help with the human connection. So
1: being able to get face to face with people is the thing. It's important when you're, I think when you're working, you know, five days a week from home and you're not seeing people, like how do we get connected? And I think one way is maybe invite some coworkers over for potluck. Mm -hmm. Remember that church thing? Remember potlucks? I love potlucks because it's like going to a buffet and you never know what you're going to get. Right. Well, you don't.
0: Or what about having a planning meeting, a strategy meeting, or even just team building exercises, getting off site?
1: Yeah. So strategy meetings are great. I know the Ottawa Real Estate Board typically does one every year or every two years. And we go for a a weekend, usually a night or two nights, and we go off site, we we get rid of all the distractions, and we focus on what's our vision, what's our strategy for the coming five years. Mm -hmm. That's a huge team building effort, and people get to connect, right? right? And then you mentioned... Special events, team building things like some of mine are. I love going to archery tag and shooting my fellow workers.
0: Yeah, I usually hide in the corner until it's all over. I don't like things coming at me. <laughs> but finding things, well, that you like
1: axe throwing? Though. I do like axe throwing. Not real axes; they're yeah, just yeah. plastic. Yeah, we have plastic ones at home. But when we yeah. go, yeah, yeah, I've done team building where we went and threw real axes or real knives, and uh, mm-hmm. there's always the mystery rooms.
0: Yes, and they are f- fabulous. I like those. Provided there's some really scholarly, smart, clue-oriented people, so I can kind of go along for the ride. The nice <laughs> thing with team activities is there's usually somebody in the team that's really good at the
1: thing. Yeah, and the last one we did was super hard. We we kind of we got out of one room. We didn't realize there were multiple rooms to get out of, and we managed to get out of one, and we had to, I think, get like three hints to get out of that room. It was tough.
0: It was. So, what about doing things outdoors as well, like getting outside for walks, even with your coworkers? Go at lunchtime. I mean, at our brokerage, a lot of times the leadership team will go for a walk, and that helps Cement. And he, some people will even drive in for the walk and then <laughs> go visit somebody like client-wise, work with the clients, but actually connect.
1: Yeah. And if you're feeling isolated and you just can't connect with coworkers because they're too far away or maybe you live in a different city, mm-hmm. um, just up your social life a little bit more. You'll get that connection, right? Plan some more date nights with, with your, your friends. You know, go out to a restaurant or a movie or go go play sports together or throw a ball or whatever the case may be, go skating,
0: whatever. Get physical outdoors. Um, <laughs> not that kind of physical. And so, the other thing you might find is your employer has hired a company that will give supports for mental health challenges mm, through yeah. the season. And that's something the Ottawa Real Estate Board has done for all its members. We have access to people that are good at helping us Counselors. navigate those things. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you need, like take advantage, seize the opportunities that are before you so that you can thrive.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's hugely important. And Maya Angelo. Maya Angelo. Maya, Maya. <laughs> I like Maya. <laughs> says, my mission in life is not to solely survive, but to thrive. We're grateful to be your partners in moving forward in wisdom, wealth, and worth. Yeah, I just feel so busy.
0: Well, yeah, the real question, though, is are you productive on the right stuff?
1: Ooh, good question.
0: Yeah, so we're excited that we get to come alongside you and have created for you free access to over 587 Life's Inside Track episodes where we share insider tips, making house home, growing wealth, and really how to make the most out of your space even. And so what we are most enthused about is you can get access to them from home, from the office, or on the go, both podcast and video. Cool. Cool. Like, how cool is that? What we're going to explore in this segment is if my emotional well-being is in good shape, Mm-hmm. then I'm going to be more productive. So how can I get it in good shape so I can be more productive?
1: It's a great question.
0: Well, it is. And so that's what we're going to explore. And
1: I think environment trumps willpower.
0: Almost all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Set up your environment. I've been reading an incredible book four times now, five times now. because <laughs> You're
1: a layered learner.
0: I'm a layered learner, and I can implement only so much. And I find for something like that, I don't necessarily want to be a thousand percent or a hundred percent. That's the most you can actually be focused at any one moment. And so what I tend to do is be doing a habitual task that doesn't really require much thought. Listen to the book, keep a notebook next to me so I can write notes. And so about it. And so, I'm maybe not moving as quickly as I would, but I get my brain space gets to have some variety when it needs it, focus when it needs it. So, that's a little bit what we're talking about, busy versus productive. Mm -hmm. Even like I find that highly productive. Now, for you, the strategies we share around productivity may not be the same ones that work for us. So, this is like always where you get to pick and choose which ones you want to try on? Mhm. Test them.
1: Yeah, and for me I find in our in our industry, we don't really have closing hours. We do, mm. but they're pretty late and they're and they're open pretty early. We're kind of like retail hours. But for most people who work a 9 to 5, it's how do I shut it down or do I shut it down like maybe you're working from home and and you say, well, you know after dinner i sneak into the office and i check my emails and stuff and and maybe that's good and maybe that's bad because how does it affect your 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 family life your emotional life yeah. your well-being and your vitality because if you say hey it really helps because the next day i don't have as much on my plate and i and i can focus on creativity and stuff cuz there are a pile of emails piled up But maybe it's really affecting your productivity and you'd be way better off to book a half an hour, an hour in the day to to catch up your emails. Yeah, that could be incredibly helpful. So having an environment,
0: you said environment's more important than willpower. Mm -hmm. And then we slid right over that. And I'm going to pull that on back because what Ken's really saying here is a simple environment that isn't overly distracting. Right, Mm -hmm. The book that I've been reading is called Hyper Focus, actually by somebody that went to Carleton University in Ottawa, lives in Kingston, very, Mm -hmm. very cool. Chris Bailey, I believe is the name. And what he talks about is that the average person can focus with zero distraction, like their mind doesn't think about a conversation they had yesterday or doesn't think about the green grass that's outside their window. I mean, those are little distractions and yet they're distractions.
1: Or the snow that's piling up. Right. It's snowing.
0: Right. And so the average person can be undistracted, totally 100% focused for the average of 40 seconds. What? In a low, a 40 person, seconds. 40 seconds. And a person that's not so great at focusing on average, they're going to stay focused about 29 seconds. And a person that is super amazing at oh, like focus. Me? Like you're the
1: 29. (laughs) The
0: person that's super skilled at staying focused can go for a total of, on average, 75 seconds without having another thought that is somewhat distracting. Like, have you ever gone into a room to get something and then not knowing why you're there?
1: All the time.
0: Right. That's highly distracted because you can't even hold the thought from the time you walk out of the room. So that's not overly productive. And so it's how do we. But
1: but I know how to fix it.
0: How do you fix it? Go back into the room. I go back to the room
1: where I had the thought and it comes back to me.
0: Right. Not so productive unless (laughs) you're looking for exercise. And in that case, I suppose it's productive. (laughs) And so we're looking for what are those strategies we can use that help us when we're working from home? Because it's different than working in an office. There's way more to throw us off. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the laundry. I have to shut the laundry room door. Like simple little Don't things log like walk creating- by that.
1: You'll see the laundry in the basket that needs cleaning.
0: Right. So simple things about creating the environment to serve us mm, rather th- than us serving the environment. Yeah,
1: I think keeping your office space clean and tidy and organized mm-hmm. increases your productivity. and makes you yeah. feel better because it when is- it's too cluttered, the mind gets cluttered.
0: Well, and that's an interesting fact, because if you're trying to create, you might want not clutter per se, but you might want some stimulus in the room to open up creativity. Oh, so what, it depends what kind of on stimulus?
1: The- like, are you talking like soft music, jazz music or instrumental music?
0: Well, they do have a whole... Yeah, there is a whole theory about what type of music helps with productivity.
1: Should I have a fireplace crackling on my screen?
0: That could be white noise that's good for you. That's not overly distracting. So if you're going to do deep for focus work, what Chris talks about is having things that are simple in your environment, not overly complicated. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing a creativity session, you might want a few books out. You might want a little extra. You can even use the word clutter out and about because it will tweak things and open up creativity. So depending on what type of work you're doing, you actually want to shift up your environment.
1: Right. And I think one of the things for productivity is turn off the notifications, Oh, huge. Like if your (laughs) inbox is cluttered, getting rid of emails,
0: I mean, if you haven't read the book, I'd actually encourage you to. It's (laughs) that good. And Mm -hmm. this isn't a segment really focused on the book, other than I'm shocked at how often it's coming to me now that I've (laughs) learned these little nuances. So feeling busy getting stuff done, if it's the wrong stuff, Isn't so highly productive. So, always for us, we keep our top three things in front of us. Well, Mm -hmm. always we lose track once in a while, but keeping our one to three big rocks or the things that are most essential for today in front of us on a whiteboard is highly productive. And the neat thing is, when you work from home, you can create the environment that suits you. You don't have to succumb to the environment somebody else creates Mm -hmm. for
1: you. Yeah. And I say, don't be busy, be productive. Thanks for growing alongside with us because we're passionate about all of us being positioned for a generational legacy. Yeah, I can't feel my legs. It's kind of like pins and needles and numbness. Well,
0: what I'm going to suggest you do is get up and stretch. Go for a walk. So we're excited that for over 30 years, we've been coming alongside you, not only selling, buying, and investing real estate over 3,117 times, really 30 years coming alongside you to build your faith, build your finances, build your fun, and even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside relationships. So 30 years of building life, home, and wealth. And so what we're going to discover this time Mm -hmm. is that whether you're working from home Which a lot of us still are, or some of us are, and some of us aren't, and some are working from the office, that the physicality of it all can be actually help us thrive. Mm -hmm. How we manage our physical being, like sitting at a desk too long, doesn't help us do well. We do bad. Mm -hmm. So how can we thrive? We do bad. We do bad. How can we
1: thrive? Well, that's interesting because we wrote a lot in the Life X book, the mm-hmm. Life Exponential. And the relationship between your health, your physical health, your mental health, and your productivity, your, your work, your, your, your income, and your spirituality, and your relationships, they're all interconnected. And so, looking after your body while you're working multiplies the effect of the other areas. Well, so into all the so areas, right? So, it's really nothing to sneeze at. Uh, so, it's saying. not. I'm not about the sneeze because no. there's nothing to sneeze there's at. There's
0: nothing to sneeze at. So, what are some of those things? Getting up and stretching is such a basic. Yeah. By Just,
1: the way, I can feel my legs now. I started moving them.
0: Okay, perfect. So, moving the legs, Mm -hmm. having a desk where you can like move around either a standing desk and a sitting desk. I mean, in both my offices, both the one at Solid Rock Realty and the one in my home, I have the ability and I do it all the time. I stand and I sit and then I pace when I talk for any length of time. So
1: that's why there's a wear mark in the hardwood.
0: Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) right. But finding ways that you can stay in motion. Mm-hmm. Right, that is going to help your thriveability, whether you're working from home or the office.
1: Mm, thriveability, that thriveability, that's kind of like drivability. But we're talking about working at home or at the office. There's things you can do. One of them is to set that timer to get up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I set mine for 45 minutes because Yetta seems to think I'm attention deficit, and <laughs> What do you set your timer at,
0: Usually, Well, it depends on the project I'm doing. But 90 minutes, they say that for many humans, is the optimal length of time if you're doing deep work.
1: Mm -hmm. If
0: I'm not doing deep work, then that's a different conversation. But setting it at about 90 minutes for an isolated project Mm -hmm. without getting a lot of distraction, you're going to be most productive. And not everybody's the same Right, some people it's just a little bit harder, like for you, Ken, to stay with it as long. But it's not good or bad. I mean, we banter about it being a bad thing, but it really it. I can it's get just a, a lot fine. accomplished
1: if I focus for forty five right. minutes, way more than I Although could do in ninety. Said, right? You said earlier I could only do twenty nine seconds, no. but it seemed to be fairly good. And I know you're just saying your mind wanders.
0: Yeah, and if you set your mind with intention,
1: but I, I have a fishing rod.
0: When it's going to wander. Okay, I'm afraid to ask because this is a dad
1: joke. I just reel in back my thoughts. You do? With the fishing rod?
0: Yes. Okay, perfect. So, where? what's the next thought then? Because mine is gone <laughs> given you're reeling in your thoughts and I have no
1: <laughs> well, idea. Well, I love what you just said about the standing and the, the sitting mm-hmm. desk. You know, like the one at work at, at the office, you have a desk that goes up and down. Yeah. On power. Right. You don't even have to lift it and adjust it or anything. Nope. They did a study. This was amazing. And our trainer, Cheryl, told me about this. They did a study on calf raises. You know how some people have that nervous twitch where they, they wiggle their legs? Yeah. Well, it burns a ton of calories. Have you ever noticed someone with nervous twitch that, that they actually are maybe lighter weight than some other people? Anyway, they discovered with the calf raises, you could do it for about two, two and a half hours out of your work day now, that sounds like a lot. You're going to do calf raises for yeah, two hours. Yeah, that's what I but, said to you. But they're not talking contiguous. They're talking just, you know, you might do it for five minutes and then not for 10 and then do it for five minutes. And when you raise your legs, I guess what it's doing is it's pumping the blood through. It's It's like you've exercised a lot. It burns calories and it reduces blood sugar levels in the blood. It normalizes blood sugar levels. Oh, so, awesome. just doing calf raises while you're sitting, typing, or doing your work. That's amazing. So, yeah. the the
0: physical, like being physical, we can't understate. Is that right? We can't overstate. Is that mm-hmm. how you say it? <clears throat> You can't overstate the value of being physical. So even when you set your alarm to get up and to take a break, I know Jeff who lived with us for a season and used your office, Mm -hmm. we sent you to the offsite office and he used the home office, one of them, and I used the other one. And what was amazing was his regimentedness allowed him to stay highly productive.
1: Well, on the minute he went into the office, opened his laptop.
0: Right. And on the minute he walked out and then he would go for a walk, do a small activity, have a snack. And then it was, so the mind gets a rest. So not only is it good for the body, when the mind gets a break from what you're doing, it's actually <clears throat> energized to go back at the thing and increases both your mental wellbeing, your productivity, as well as your physicality.
1: That's a great point. Cause I was finding, I was taking my breaks but my break would be to look at Facebook or Instagram or something. And then I realized, like, I'd come out to get a bite to eat or use the washroom. And the the coworkers were saying, what's wrong with your eyes? They're all bloodshot and you look exhausted. And then I realized I was taking a break from work at the set times, but I wasn't giving my eyes a break. Right. So, what you do… <laughs> Matters <laughs> during is during your break is, right, is your more break important
0: is at least as important as that you take one.
1: So I shouldn't catch up on Facebook on my break.
0: Mm-mm. That's for your leisure time when you got nothing better to do.
1: Ah, okay. and I'm not home. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then you know maybe for physicality your your office chair at home isn't as good as it should be, or there's something wrong with the ergonomics. I know for me. We went to Mexico uh, for two weeks last winter, and I and we wrote the book, Life Exponential. And as I was sitting on the beach in a lounge chair, which should be like the most comfortable, right? But I got my legs up, I got my laptop on my lap, and I'm typing, and my wrists are bent up. And when I came back, I couldn't like hold a glass of water and tip it because the tendonitis in my arms was horrible. And then my uh, osteopath fixed me, and he said, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. That's and so, so what he taught me was just raise my chair up abnormally high, which kind of felt weird because then my feet weren't touching the ground, raise up my armrests so that my wrists are tipped down while I'm typing on the laptop right. instead of tipped up, and it only took like a week in it. And you were were
0: pretty good again. And even when we talk about a good quality chair, I know Amber, our daughter-in-law works with us at Decker Team and Double Decker Life and at Solid Rock. She works with all our companies. And as she has been, we've got these awesome chairs. And she says, I hate your chairs. Because each chair doesn't, even if it's a really high quality, awesome chair that I feel fantastic in. Yeah, those are a $900 chair. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't work for her. And so, the adjustments on the chair, like adjusting a high-end chair is one piece. But then finding the chair that works for your body is Mm -hmm. equally as important. Just because it's great quality doesn't mean it serves you. So, thinking about I bet you I
1: just need to set that chair for her.
0: Okay. Well, you try because she ain't buying. So, the bottom line is find things that work for you, not just work for someone else, even if it is Ken Decker, the president of the Ottawa Real Estate Board.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you keep saying that. The reason she loves calling me the president is because then she's the first lady. Well, that's right. It works. (laughs) You've always been my first lady. Exactly. Yeah. So, there's this quote, Carl... Uh, Carl Brad said it. And he said, although no one can go back and make a brand new start, anyone can start from now and make a brand new ending. So what's your ending going to be like? Based on your start. Yes. We're honored to be your advocates in building wealth through real estate and living a life exponential
0: forward with the Decker Team Moving forward together with the Decker Team